Hot Takes are Toast brought to you by Jerry Signer Cadillac. Cadillac owners may have changed, but luxury hasn't. Come see the bold new lineup of Cadillac at Jerry Signer Cadillac today. Question of the morning, Jazz. Sort of lackluster performance. They beat the outman Thunder. Any concerns or just get us to the playoffs? Get me to the church on time. Scott says, let's be honest. I love these guys. They're awesome. There should always be concern with the Utah Jazz team heading to the playoffs. Never not concerned. Must be well, concerned. The playoffs are coming never up. never won the title, I guess that's appropriate. But what's your level of concern relative to prior years? Parker says, considering three guys are out, no concerns. And Rob says no concerns outside of Utah. Everyone else knows the Jazz can't beat the Lakers or the Nets. Nets. I mean, I'm not even worried about the Nets. I mean, that's on the other side of the bracket. That's a thing of worrying about when you get there. If you get there, you may not get there. So what's the point of worrying about that as far as I'm concerned? And who knows what Nets team is going to be available. They've had drama all season. So the Nets are completely and totally out of my mind. And who knows if the Nets will get there, right? And if they get there, what, what, what status are they going to be? I guess if you get there, you've got to be pretty good. So uh, Yeah, but Laker, I think to your Laker point. issue is a real concern. Yeah, but to your point, you can get there. I mean, the Warriors got to the finals and had massive injuries and then didn't win in the finals. So that's, I mean, that's, who knows, to your point, who knows what the scenario is going to be. But that is one scenario where you can get to the finals and then suddenly be concerned because they could have their three stars and yeah. be blowing through the East and then get to the finals and, oops, there's a hamstring. Oops, there's another hamstring. And But that's a concern I want to have. <laughs> okay. I mean, I want to worry about the Nets because that means I'm in the finals, right? If I'm the Jazz, I absolutely want to worry about the Nets. But there's no point in worrying about them now. It's, it's such a monumental effort to get to that point. Uh, and you have to go through three series, which could be you know a month and a half of basketball, depending on how it plays out. So uh, I'm not, I'm, why worry about them? You got you got immediate concerns that you have to worry about. You know, it's like I, I've, I'm entered high school, and oh my gosh, I got to take uh, U.S. government when I'm a senior and I'm a freshman. <laughs> it just seems so silly to worry about that. If it comes, it comes, and I will gladly worry about it at the time. Uh, but because if you get to the finals, obviously you're a pretty doggone good team, even though the other team is really good too. You're good, so that would be such an accomplishment. Something obviously they've only done twice. And many teams have not even done it once. Or if they have, it's you know been a long, long time. So let's see what that would happen. Let's see what what's see like that would what I'm trying to say is let's see what that would feel like. I guess it would feel really, really good in the moment, and it would suck in the short term if you lost, but there'd be a lot of excitement if you lost in the finals. I mean, I think they've got the West has got some really good teams. And so what it I'd much rather prefer to worry about the stuff that is much more possible in the Lakers, the Clippers. As I said earlier, if Paul George is going to play like this, that's going to be really intriguing to me to see what he can do, you know, because last year maybe he had some some mental health issues. He talked about them. No one takes them lightly, and you can't put yourself in another man's shoes. So if he says he had it and it was an issue for him, I believe him. Uh you got to back it up with good play 
if you want to be the true superstar, the playoff is where it's going to matter the most, obviously. So, you know, if he comes close to what he's doing right now, man, they're going to really be tough themselves. So there's a lot of firepower in the West that the Jazz are going to have to get through. And consequently, if I'm the Clippers or the Lakers or whomever, I'm looking at the Jazz. And, wow, that's a lot of firepower I got to through. And I just named a couple teams, and I didn't even name the second-best team, the Suns. If you're playing any of the top five in the West, you ought to be concerned. And that's not to say that Portland or Dallas can't wreck somebody's offseason because yeah, I think they, they're they, good enough to do they it. Are. I don't think they're good enough to get, uh, to get out of the West. No. Um, but the, the thing is, if the Jazz hold on to the top spot, six and seven are going to the other side of the bracket, and the odds of seeing them are really low. So I, I think the Lakers are going to hold it together here and not drop below five. But if you just take the standings today, the Jazz second-round series, assuming they beat the eight, is the Nuggets or the Lakers. So by by the time you get to the second round, right, with Jamal Murray going out, I think we would all pick the Lakers because we assume their guys are going to be back and healthy then. They are. So They're just doing what they did last year. They took three months off. (laughs) Resting and freshening up. Yeah, I mean, clearly they are. And Davis doesn't have a body that can go 82. I don't know if it's because of his height or whatever it is, but... It doesn't seem like he has a body, and few players are interested. The days of uh, Thurl, Eaton, the statues, everybody and their dog going 82, yeah, that might as well be in the 1800s. Uh, that's just is not going to come close to happening. I think LeBron might have been able to do it just because I think he feels the need to uh, put himself out there uh, because he's such a, you know, he's pretty much the face of the league, and and he wants his voice out there and on, on all sorts of social issues and stuff. So you got to be, you got to be relevant. And so, but but he had the injury. I mean, I don't doubt that he had the injury. But I wonder, you know, if they so so now you've got the injury. Everybody believes you have an injury. We saw him on the floor, looking like this, you know, this yeah. ultimate mountain man that we see is indestructible out on the floor, rolling in pain. So I wonder if they say, okay, well now you got the injury, so nobody doubts you're hurt. So let's really take your time here. And uh, we'll see you when it counts in a couple of weeks before the start of the regular season, or excuse me, the start of the playoffs, I mean, and uh, away you go. So it's there, it's real, and uh, if they come back, which I'm expecting to come back, obviously they're going to be extremely dangerous. Jason says this Jazz team is not actually a championship contender and really struggles with focus. Their defense has completely fallen apart. So concerning. Only if you believe this team will be in the finals. I believe it's just a typical Jazz team with a first, maybe second-round exit in the playoffs. If they want to be championship contenders. They need to get tough and probably swap out some pieces. Wow, man, that's strong for a team that has the best record in the league. I know. And two all-star, three all-stars. Uh, how many times in franchise history have they had three all-stars? Once? Twice, maybe? I don't know. But uh, I think we looked it up and it was once. Yeah, that's a lot of talent there. And Joe Ingles coming off the bench, doing what he can do. He's a really good player off the bench. I mean, his shooting has pretty much stayed consistent. He's had a couple of stretches uh, where uh, he hasn't shot in individual games, but not really stretches, just in games I'm speaking of. So uh, that's going to come and go to an extent. But I don't think he's gone through a a Bogdanovich-like slump. Nothing that comes to mind. Bogdanovich looks like he's got it back now. And they were talking about on the broadcast what I was saying yesterday. 
is that if Bogdanovich adds or regains, not just adds, but regains his three-point stroke combined with his just aggressiveness and taking the basket, it's really been fun to watch. Pretty much putting his head down and just going to the bucket. Uh, that's cool. He's a great free-throw shooter, evidenced by last night. He was 10 attempts and made all 10. So, then, and, and, and Matt and Craig were talking about, wow, if he has his three-point shot combined with his ability now to – or his desire and effort to get guys down on the block and make buckets, that just adds to the dimension. And I don't know if this team's going to win a title, but to say this is a typical Jazz team, a typical team of late and, and recent years where they were decent, but you knew it was going to take a yeoman's effort just to get out of the first round, man, I don't see that. I see them as significantly better than that. Well, it feels significantly better, though, if the Lakers knock them out in the second round. Well, I mean, that's the thing that Jazz fans fear that nobody really wants to talk about. And I don't think that anything happened last night makes me more or less concerned about that. I thought last night was fine. I just think that's the looming question. And we don't really know where the Lakers are going to finish um, or when these guys are going to come who back. Who cares where the Lakers are going to finish? No, because if you see them in the second round and so they're healthy, you'd feel you're better the underdog. If you get, you'd feel better if you lost in the third round? Yes. The Lakers? No, I don't think you would. I don't. That's just circumstance. I don't think you would. No. Why well, would you feel better if you lost to them in the third round as opposed to the second round? Because you have to win a Lakers hard go- kind of series that you probably really haven't won. I mean, we'd have to see what it looks like, but I think yeah, that you, you haven't won up to this point. So what? You're, you're not about winning hard. So this is not a team that is in progression here. This is a team built to win now. There's really no future for this team. As far when I'll check back at two or three years, this team is growing like the Nuggets could possibly be, but the, the Murray injury derailed right. them because they have a bunch of guys under 25 or at 25. That's not who this Jazz team is. So if I lose to the Lakers, what difference? What round? I'm not going to catch them in the first round. I mean, so you get an extra two weeks of basketball. That's nice. But the idea is to be the best team in the West. So if you lose to the Lakers in the second round or the third round. I don't see where there's any difference because I'm expecting you to be better than those other teams. And so I don't know if you're better than the Lakers at this point because if that's your mindset, DJ, then go ahead and tank and let the Suns have the first round or the first seed and let them play the Lakers. If it matters that much, then let them do that. But I think we're way beyond that. If you can't beat the Lakers, you can't beat them. doesn't matter which round you're going to lose to them in as far as I'm concerned. And I think probably a lot of people think that way, but I think that while they're not building with this team, Donovan and Rudy do have a future together. And, you know, I mean, you can go back to the statues, you know, they had their careers, but there were basically three different versions of the Jazz. There was the late 80s guys and, and the series you love, taking the Lakers to seven. There was a group in the early 90s, pre-Hornacek, and then there was the Hornacek group that eventually okay, got fine, to the finals. Okay, fine, but that's not like they, uh, an, uh, an extra playoff. The reason they got to the finals in 97 and 98, because in 92, they had an extra playoff series. And I don't. I just picked 92. Yeah. I have no idea what happened in 92. I don't buy that. They, were, they got to the finals because they were better than everybody in the West. It didn't matter how many playoff series they got before that. They were better than everybody. They were prepared, and the Lakers weren't nearly what they were were to become. They were a bunch of young pups. The Lakers were building at that time. Kobe throwing the air yep. balls. That that was progression. He needed that to get where they were. Yeah. The Jazz, I don't think they need to win two series in order to beat the Lakers. 
No, I wouldn't see that it would pay off like that. I mean, maybe when we get there, we'll look back and say it did, but I don't think it, we will. So at this point, if they got to play him in the second round, sure, I'd rather get him in the third round, too, in the conference finals. Absolutely, I'd rather get them in the conference finals. Delay it as long as possible, but you're going to have to likely face them either way. So if I get them on a Tuesday versus a Wednesday, metaphorically speaking, what difference does it make? I'm going to have to beat them on that Wednesday. So I, to me, if I'm the Jazz, come on, let's go, man. Right. Vamos, we'll get you in the second round. And we'll beat you in the second round. Because if you beat them in the second round, then whoever you get in the third round, man, your confidence ought to be off the charts. And your cockiness and all everything that you need that all the great players have, confidence and cockiness, because I don't know, the cockiness takes on a negative term, but I don't think it is. I think it's something that all the great ones have. And the ones who didn't win the titles, they didn't have it. Duolingo's really paying off for you, isn't it? Oh, that's just one word that we've all known for years, <laughs> isn't it? It's like hola or madre and padre. I mean, just living, just being a breathing person, you ought to pick up some of it, particularly if you grew up in the Southwest. Rick says get everyone healthy. Enough with the injuries. we got a championship to win this year. Yeah, they even hadn't, haven't come close to the number of injuries that a bunch of other teams have had. They've been the healthy team. Yeah. Travis says, let's just wrap up that number one seed, get the wins where we should win, a couple we shouldn't, and then hit on all cylinders in the playoffs, and finally bring a title to Utah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I agree with Travis there. That would be spectacular. Yeah. I mean, there's basically two reasons why you play, to make gobs of money and to win. If you come away with those two things, you ought to be in a pretty good mood. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes. How'd it go? Well, <laughs> we won, and look at this paycheck. <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right. And tomorrow's the 15th, and they're getting gobs of money again. <laughs> so Sweet. They're getting, for a lot of them, uh, more money they can know what to do with. Yes. Uh, so, But you got to win, too. That's part of the process, and they are winning. And they want to win a title. I mean, obviously, they all do. And, yeah, it would just be incredible. I was reading a thing about Denver, you know, how this Jamal Murray this morning, I was going through some stuff, reading something on Jamal Murray on Yahoo Sports and talking about how Denver has, like I said, like we just, and we've talked about it, you and I, how Denver has set themselves up to be good the next few years. Yep. And what does this do to the team, how it derails them, not just now, obviously, but potentially down the road. And they're, they kept bringing up, you know, this is this mid-market, Mm-hmm. franchise mm-hmm. and they don't have the ability to attract the the marquee free agents unless i'm missing somebody i don't know any marquee free agent uh, who went to denver I, nope. I can't think of anybody over the years i know carmelo anthony wanted out so that's an example gordon hayward wanted out you know those are two examples and those are somewhat similar players there and they both didn't want to be where they were and wanted out and where did they go they went to the big time markets right yep. obviously uh new york and boston, boston. yeah so and they were they're, the whole point of the story is how they've built this in the right way they have exactly like the yeah. jazz and yeah. now this injury 
could really undercut them. And they were talking about when Murray gains his full strength, I think that's in Jokic's free agent year and blah, blah, blah. What does it mean? Yada, yada. I mean, we don't know. It was a speculative article. But the point is, it's something that the, now the Nuggets have to be concerned with. And so it's the same deal here for the Jazz. If the Jazz, I just think it would be great for the league. I think it would be great for professional sports where we can say, see, you can do it. Even if it's an outlier, you still can At least, do it. Well, the thing is you have to prove there's the outlier before you can prove that it's routine. Yeah, you have to have an outlier right. before you, you can you, prove that the outlier yeah. can do it. I get your point. Yeah, you got to have one before then that team can go win two, three, four. And really what the NBA is banking on right now is what happened in San Antonio. Because they're another, hey, not a big market. They're actually about the same size as, uh, as Utah. But they did it. Uh, they got one in the super team era, but mostly they got it before the All-Stars decided, hey, let's start teaming up here. Right. My, I mean, Miami, so L.A., changed. New York. So it's... Everything is so dramatically different. Yep. The Spurs, that seems like such a long time ago that it's not relevant to today's game. Good for them. They got it, blah, blah, blah. And Greg is uh, making a living, telling us how how the world should be off of that because he's got the stature. Good for him. I know his opinion every time he speaks. Uh, We get it, Greg. Uh, So way to go. You had yours. But so much has changed since then. And, and particularly, you know, with a, with a kid like Mitchell, uh, he's, he's a New York kid, man. He's a New York kid, no doubt about it. And if you could ever, especially now as New York continues, I mean, they're not totally floundering, but they aren't good. They're not. I don't think they're. They're certainly not great. And if at some point in our lifetime, maybe not our lifetime, our kids' lifetime, <laughs> then the Knicks will win again. And whoever the star is... Ah, it'll be yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah. What the Knicks are right now, the word you're looking for, is mediocre. and they've Which is been, an improvement. Right. They've been awful. So mediocre is a step forward. They are literally one game over 500 right now. 28 and 27. They have the eighth spot in the East. But they don't have anybody on that team that is transcendent and is going to lead them to where they want to go. I mean, Julius Randle's nice, but he's been in the league a number of years. And so somebody has to score points and grab rebounds on every team. And I'm not discounting what he's doing, but I, I just don't think he's a superstar. I don't think he's a superstar either. I think that Randall is a great example of a player who was born in the wrong era. I think if he had played in the 80s or 90s, his body type and his skill set is what everybody wanted. You know, He isn't going to shoot a lot of threes, but he is really good inside of 15 feet. And... That was what the league was looking for then. And now they're not, and everybody's shooting threes, and he's getting two. So he'll help you beat the awful teams because he's good. But the best teams loaded with three-point shooters, he's not really what they're looking for. Uh, sure, I get that. Uh, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not going to argue he was born in the wrong era financially. Yeah, <laughs> financially, he was born in a great era. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, he'd be a guy who was good in the 80s or 90s, and he'd be on TV. You know, Tom Chambers, Thurl Bailey, um, who else? Uh, oh, you're telling us about Eddie Johnson. I don't know where he was in the media. Maybe he's doing satellite radio. Yeah, and all those guys, and they crushed it, and they're looking Something at this air and thinking, right, yeah. man, guys, you weren't half the player that I Yeah, and he's <laughs> making, making $10 million, million a year. He's Holy making cow. 19. I just look it up right now. Oh, yeah. 18-9. 
So he was born in exactly. He was born in a good era for the paycheck. Yeah. So never discount that uh, because that can make a huge, huge difference. So, uh, but the point being that uh, you know you never know what's down the line with Donovan. Uh, He's committed to the Jazz for now, for sure. But so was Hayward at this point, Uh, and he's a kid. uh, It's it's just tough. It's tougher in a small market. It's tougher. There's no doubt about it. But you still got to try to do it. And right now, this team is trying to do it. And if they can get it, and I know people say, "Oh, it'll be bad for the ratings." To me. You know, ratings have floundered anyway uh, compared to what they used to be, compared to when the statues were in the finals and Jordan was doing his thing. You'll never recreate those numbers, I don't think. So I'm not really worried about that. But I think it would be good for the league if a team like the Jazz won and really send a message that everybody's got a shot. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. More on the Jazz Getting ready for the postseason, Eric Walden, jazz writer for the Salt Lake Tribune, will join us at 8.30 right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.